Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. The not-so-soft side of empathy. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. Each and every week, we dive into a core competency of leadership that is detailed in the book, The Complete Leader, by Ron Price and Randy Lisk. This podcast definitely stands on its own with what you'll learn about the topic each and every week, but we also encourage you to pick up the book and follow along so you can dive really deep into your leadership and and what it means to you and your organization. Each and every week, we have these conversations with Ron Price. Ron's mission is helping leaders grow and change their worlds. He believes if you move the people, you move the numbers. Ron spent more than 35 years working with leaders to solve problems, pursue opportunities, learn new things, and implement change. He's held executive positions in both for-profit and not-for-profit organizations, has extensive executive experience building leadership teams, expanding into multiple countries, and working in many different industries with private companies. Ron is the author of Treasure Inside, co-author of The Innovator's Advantage, and The Complete Leader the uh, foundation for this podcast. Ron, great to be with you today. Dale, it's great to be with you again. Thank you. So we want to just don't hit pause. Don't say I'm going to listen to a different edition, uh, a different uh, episode of the podcast. Empathy. Uh, grab a hold of our attention right now. This is not a soft, mushy skill. This is a must have for leaders. Actually, correct? Yeah, that's right, Dale. Actually, a lot of uh, thought leaders in the realm of leadership believe that this is one of the key skills that leaders need for the 21st century. There are a lot of reasons for that. One is the increasing complexity of our world, the increasing diversity of the workforce, the fact that more and more work is being done based on people's minds instead of their hands and their arms or their feet. There are a lot of reasons why a lot of people believe that this is one of the most important skills for the 21st century, but unfortunately, I think it's one that's misunderstood or misinterpreted sometimes. In fact, there are studies that show that the further you go up the organization chart in an organization, or another way to say that would be the more responsibility you have as a leader, the less empathy you end up demonstrating. And that makes perfect sense to me because I think the more responsibility you, f you have as a leader, the easier it is to sort of get trapped inside yourself, inside your own opinions, your own biases, your own troubles, and you don't take the time to get outside of yourself and to really understand what's happening in other people's worlds. And in the work that we do coaching executives, we regularly are helping them to not get so insulated in their own thinking and so isolated in their own thinking that they lose track of what the experiences of their customers, their employees, and their other stakeholders one of the ways I think of it is uh, there's a great title of a book by Marshall Goldsmith. I, I love this phrase, and he captured it in his bestseller, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And in reality, in today's world of leaders, empathy is one of those skills that is critical to your success in leading other people. It's not about being soft with people, correct? I mean, is, yeah, is that not, a misnomer? 
Yeah, it's absolutely a misnomer. I think a lot of times people confuse empathy with sympathy. Sympathy is, oh, I feel with you. It's coming alongside and I feel your pain and and I'm going to commiserate with you. And that's not what empathy is. Empathy is about developing a deeper awareness of what's happening in that person in a way that makes you a more effective leader. So let me give you an example. You could say to somebody, come on, just suck it up. Let's get this work done. Or you could say, you must have really been frustrated by this setback. I imagine it makes you want to quit. But you know what? We can still do this together. And this has a great chance of success. So it's, it's the way that you relate to the other person's experience. Oftentimes, even though you might not agree with the facts, but the way you relate to their experience that makes them feel that you're truly a leader and not a driver, not somebody who's just... Um, insensitive to their reality, somebody who's aware of their reality, but is still challenging them to achieve the desired end or the desired goal. Hmm. Great way to look at it. So let's take a look at exactly what empathy is, especially from the perspective of a leader. So I think that as a leader, when you want to reflect more deeply, you start by going back and understanding words better. So often we use the same words not realizing that we're attaching different meanings to them. And that's part of this confusion around empathy. We use that word and it means different things to different people. If you go back to the root meaning of the word, it means to feel into or to be able to enter into the feelings of another person. And yeah, this is true. But as leaders, I think it's, we could say that it's about understanding and then respecting what another person's experience has been. You don't have to necessarily agree with their opinions about it, but you understand what their experience is. So it's it's understanding their feelings and how these feelings are influencing them, how it's influencing their thoughts or maybe the way they're speaking or their behaviors. And it is caring, but short of sympathizing. So I care about what your experience is, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with you. It doesn't mean that I'm going to come alongside and and uh, enable you or, or that I'm going to come alongside and say and let you be a victim, even though I might understand what your experience is. So it really is an act of leadership because it's an acknowledgement that that person exists as a unique human being with their own experience and that they're not just there to do your bidding. They're not just there to satisfy whatever you need, but that you recognize that even though there's something you want from them, you have to recognize, I don't know if it's the right phrase to say to recognize their sovereignty or to recognize their uniqueness, but to recognize that they have a right to their own experience and yet you still want to bring them along as a leader so that together you can accomplish something that you couldn't accomplish separate from each other. So you know, oh, go ahead. I, I, Dale, I would say, I think that in, in light of that empathy, the ability to understand another person's experience is a core building block for a lot of the other skills that you need as a leader. It helps you in negotiation. If you can understand their experience, it helps you to be more persuasive. If you can understand and relate to their experience, it helps you to resolve conflicts. It helps you to build teams. Almost everything that you're going to employ when you're leading people, you do better if you've developed empathy as a skill. Those are really, that's the, the ROI. It really is. Of growing, of growing empathy. So It, it really is. And that that uh, results in better relationships? Ab- ab- absolutely. You know, one of the things that is a fundamental need of almost everybody is to be known, 
to be noticed, to be recognized. I don't mean to be patted on the back, recognized, to be understood. This is, it's almost like emotional oxygen that we need to survive. And so one of the greatest ways that you establish strength in your relationships with other people is by this demonstration of empathy, where you, you, you make the effort to be able to feel into what their uh, experience has been. It, it also helps you to have better judgment, make better decisions. When, you're, when you understand their experience, then you can take that into account with the other factors that you're bringing into play when you're making decisions about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and when we're going to do it and who's going to be involved. And obviously that's going to give you more influence or persuasion when you're working with them. So these are all benefits of empathy where you get terrific ROI and you'll see it because of the difference in the way that people follow. People will follow a person because of their position because they have to. But when that that leader demonstrates empathy, they begin to follow the leader because they want to, because they feel known, they feel connected, they feel understood. And now they want to put in that extra effort and go the extra mile for that leader because they feel this. It's not just an intellectual or a functional connection, but they feel an emotional connection that comes out of that empathy. So let's talk about developing empathy as a leader. What are the steps? How do we get there? It's not that hard. Well, I should say it's not that complicated, but it isn't that easy. So the first thing is you have to cultivate a curiosity about other people's experiences. You have to not just assume that you understand what's going on. And one of the big lessons for me as I've worked on developing empathy in my life is I have to learn how to separate the facts from the experience. What I mean by this is oftentimes somebody's telling me a story And instead of me focusing on what they're experiencing, I'm listening to the facts and I might not agree with the facts. I might say, well, you've got that wrong. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. I was in the same meeting. This is the way I heard it. And I can be, I can begin to challenge the details or the facts, which really are secondary to their experience. I I learned this with my children. I have six adult children. And when they come back home and talk about what it was like growing up, they start telling stories of things that they remember. And I'm awestruck at how we were at the same event and had totally different experiences because I was the father and they were the son or the daughter. And I'm so curious to understand what life was like for them growing up because I realized that I couldn't understand it in in the moment because I was having my own experience. So it's first developing this curiosity to understand what other people's experiences are and forget about arguing about the facts, understand the experience. Number two, to develop empathy, you develop this practice of not just listening with your ears, but you develop this practice and this ability to listen with your eyes, to watch what the body language to watch whether they seem to have more of an open posture or where they they tend to be fearful or you see more of a closed or a defiant posture, but you listen with your eyes as well. And then you don't just stop there listening with your ears and your eyes, but you learn how to listen with your heart. And what I mean by listening with your heart is listen for what the underlying emotions are. Listen, because most experience is anchored in emotions, and it could be positive emotions. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. It could be out of love or joy or hope, or it could be negative emotions coming from sadness or envy or anger or fear. So 
consciously think about identifying those emotions and then reflecting back and saying, it sounds to me like that caused you a lot of sadness and let them respond. Cause oftentimes they'll say, well, not exactly that. And when you reflect back what you think you're hearing emotionally and give them a chance to edit your thinking or edit what you said to add to it, you're going another layer deeper into empathy. And if you keep doing that, you begin to develop a greater language for explain for understanding and then explaining empathy. So that's number two. Number three is intentionally put yourself in situations with people who are very different. This is a great way to develop more empathy. I remember a fellow I've, I've been coaching and he asked me how I could, how he could develop more empathy. And the challenge I gave him was in the next 30 days, I asked him to conduct three interviews with three different kinds of people. And the objective of the interview was to find out as much as he could about their experience, to understand their experience without him casting judgment, either inside his own mind or verbally in talking with them. So he was on a treasure hunt. He was curious to understand, not to judge or to influence. And so I asked him to look at three different kinds of people, but you could do this a lot of different directions. The first person I asked him to interview was somebody that he knew was on the opposite uh, end of the political spectrum from him. And I had no idea what his political leanings were, but I said, whatever they are, find somebody who's in the other camp and you interview them for at least 30 minutes, wanting to understand their experience, not get into an argument about uh, about their ideology or their facts. Number two, I said, find somebody who's on the opposite end of the religion spectrum from you. Again, I didn't know what his was, but go find somebody who sees religion in a very different way from you and use it as an opportunity to understand their experience, not get caught up in the beliefs or the facts. And number three, find somebody who's on the opposite economic spectrum from you and go through that same process. Now, you could do that ethnically. You could do it with people from different cultures. You could do it with different genders. I think a lot of times as men or women, we're very superficial in our attempt to understand at a deep level what the experiences of the other gender. So that's a great way to do it with your spouse or your significant other. So these are all things that if you learn how to be curious and listen and ask questions and seek to understand the experience and emotions of people that are in different parts of the world than you are, you're going to be expanding and growing your empathy. Not only does it give you great ROI as a leader, but I think it enriches your life. I think you get a lot more pleasure out of life because of the diversity that you discover. And you begin to recognize that diversity is not an obstacle. If we approach it with empathy, diversity becomes a competitive advantage that we have in our organizations. When we gain this appreciation for all the kinds of experiences and emotions and perspectives that people can bring to the table for the work that we do. And I think about the level of trust that is built. If I can have a conversation with somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum of whatever it is, some somebody completely different, and I can truly listen and seek, you know, seek first to understand, uh, that builds an immense amount of trust. It really does in most instances. And Dale, I'm not Pollyannish about this. I've had situations where I work to empathize. I work to understand the other person's experience. And they're not a willing party. I've had experiences where they don't want that because they have locked themselves into a conflict or a misunderstanding or something. And and I, it's not my job to change that in them. I, I might 
encourage them. I might plead with them, but it's no guarantee that they're going to reciprocate. And what, what I've learned is that it's satisfying for me and it helps me to become a better leader if I focus on understanding their experience, even if they don't want to reciprocate. Well, uh, that's a great, great note to end this podcast on. I will encourage folks to go to thecompleteleader.org, all one word, thecompleteleader.org. Watch the videos, read the blogs. There is more information about this concept and the importance of empathy for leaders. Anything specific you'd like to have folks watch for on the website? Well, if they go on uh, thecompleteleader.org and they search empathy, they're going to find several videos that we have. They're usually one to two and a half minutes long. Uh, We have blogs and articles, and we have additional resources that we've uh, put links on the website to all around this topic of empathy. So I think it's a great topic to pursue. And I don't know because of the nature of what it is, if you can ever get to the point that you feel like you have mastered empathy, it's a day-to-day experience that you keep building on layer upon layer. A great habit to build into our lives. Ron, thank you so much. As, uh, as you're out and about, be sure to visit the websites. Once again, thecompleteleader.org, price-associates.com to learn more about Ron, his team, and what they can do for your business. You can read Ron's latest book, The Innovator's Advantage, with co-author Evans Baya. Rate and review this podcast as well in the iTunes store. We hope we've earned a five-star rating from you. Jot down a couple notes right there as a review, and all that does is help the uh, the podcast turn up in more searches as people are looking for this type of information. This is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Today, it's all about empathy. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.